We continue with the Boston Red Sox for this special edition of State of the Division Deadline Breakdown. And we've already gone through the Yankees, the Blue Jays, the Rays, the top dogs seemingly in this division. But the Red Sox were the top, the second team in this division not so long ago. But they've fallen apart. And now they have, you know, we still don't really know what they're going to do with the deadline. But we're going to break down a few scenarios based on the next week because... The Red Sox now sit 49 and 48. They're two and eight in their last 10, 13 and 17 in their last 30. And they sit three games back of the wild card. I mean, it's crazy to think that the Red Sox were like the sixth best team in all of the league between the AL and NL like a month ago. And now they're just a half game up on the Baltimore Orioles for fifth place in the AL East. And so now it's like, okay, do the Red Sox sell if the next week, if they lose five of the next six games, do they sell? Or if they're three games back of the wild card, do they kind of go halfway in? And that's kind of what I want to ask you first. I have my opinions, but Sam, I want to ask you what you think the Red Sox are going to do as this deadline comes to a close. So it all depends on what happens in the next week, like you alluded to, right? But I think if they do continue to struggle over the next week and they're a below 500 baseball team going straight into the deadline, I put it out on my Twitter the other day. I think the Boston Red Sox should 1,000% trade Xander Bogarts. If they don't plan on re-signing him, at least get some kind of value back for that guy. Your priority has to be uh, re-signing Rafael Devers. That has to be the priority. And then even if they decide to sell, I think a guy like J.D. Martinez could go. A Christian Vasquez is another guy that could have some decent value. He's actually been pretty good this year. So if they are good over the next week, I think they should – make like a mini push. I think like a Josh Bell is a good guy that we've been talking about a really long time with the Boston Red Sox because they have a first base problem, but if they struggle, I think they should sell. And I think they 1000% should trade Xander Bogart. All right, let's start with the sell option here because Chris sale is now possibly out for the season, which is brutal. And literally the Red Sox have been relying on four triple a starters to kind of hold down their rotation. The last three or four weeks and so with sale now gone obviously Eovaldi's back but I agree Sam I agree if the Red Sox lose the rest of the way in this next week and they're five or six games out of the wild card I think it's possibility that they trade Xander Bogarts because I don't think they're going to resign him and pre-show we were talking about what if you know I compare the a Xander Bogarts trade to a Javier Baez trade from last uh, trade deadline where the they traded Javier Baez for Pete Crow Armstrong, who was an injured prospect for the Mets, but a top prospect nonetheless. If that's a possible return for a Xander Bogarts type player, and Xander Bogarts is better than Javier Baez, I can see even a better return. I think you absolutely got to do it and just focus your mind on re-signing Rafael Devers and focus on 2024 at that point because it's not going to happen this year until you get some of these young guys to develop and get some better free agent, you know, free agent players, especially with Trevor story hurt as well. Does that sound about right? Yeah. Very similar to the Javier bias thing. You don't know if Xander's going to stay where he gets traded to like Xander Bogarts could get traded to the St. Louis Cardinals. And we don't know if he's going to sign an extension. Javier bias got traded to the Mets. Didn't stay with the Mets. He signed that mega deal with the Tigers, which looks like one yep. of the worst deals in baseball. So 
We don't know if Xander's going to stay. And if you can get that kind of return for a guy like that, he's been one of the best shortstops in baseball this year. So should have started the all-star game over Tim, Tim Anderson, in my opinion. Um, I would 100% do it because at this point, I don't think they have any intention of re-signing him long-term because they gave Story the money that they did. And I don't think Story, unless that elbow is that bad, I can't see him playing second base for the next five years. I just don't think it's probable. So if you can get something out of Xander Bogarts right now and they're not going to compete, I would 1,000% do it. Yep. But if they are two games out of the wild card, even in the wild card, if they win a ton in the next week and they're right now wild card race, I see them doing the similar approach that they did last trade deadline where they were in a similar situation. You know, they were in first place at the time, I believe, but, you know, kind of falling apart at that time. They traded for Kyle Schwarber for Aldo Ramirez. They give up nothing for Schwarber because he was hurt. And then they got two kind of upside bullpen arms and Hansel Robles and Austin Davis. Austin Davis has been awesome this year. Hansel Robles just got DFA'd. So kind of a tale of two cities there, but I think they go something similar to that. I could see them getting a Josh Bell, who's going to cost a little bit more than a Schwarber. I could see Trey Mancini, possibly. I don't know what the Orioles are going to do. I don't know if they would trade him within the division. And then relievers, yeah, it's the same old suspects, right? Daniel Bard, hello, old friend. He came up with the Red Sox. He was drafted by the Red Sox in 2006, got the yips, fell out of baseball. What a return that is. That's probably one of my favorite storylines was him coming back at age 35 after being out of the game for eight years. And then you have David Robertson, who we've been harping on. Michael Fulmer is a guy we haven't really talked about. Um, but I think Fulmer is a really, really interesting high leverage uh, option because he was a starter, but he's been awesome out of this high leverage, you know, relief role behind Gregory Soto, who kind of takes the shine away from Fulmer. And at this point, I don't see them going out and getting Frankie Montas or Luis Castillo or Tyler Malley. It doesn't make sense. So you think they get a reliever instead of a starter? I think they go get a reliever situation. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense. If there were cheaper options on the pitching market, I could see it happening. It's just that all the guys on the on the pitching market this year are really going to be expensive and they come with control. Tyler Malley even has control next year. Luis Castillo has control next year. Montas has control. Pablo Lopez has control. It's like there's really no good rental arms on the market this year. And so I don't see the Red Sox giving up any of their top five prospects at this point. Um, to go get one of those guys because they have so many injuries on this team. I mean, we didn't even talk about Kike Hernandez, who's been out with a hip injury. And I really don't even know if he's going to be able to come back this season because hip injuries just linger. So there's so many questions around this team with injuries and relying on your young players right now. And it's like the Red Sox can't just build a, a new team at the trade deadline unless they give away their farm system. And that just does not seem to be the model that Bloom is going to follow and, and hasn't followed since he got to the Red Sox. It's all about building for that 2023, 2024, 2025, when you have Rafael Devers locked up and you kind of move into this new era beyond the Xander Bogarts, beyond J.D. Martinez, even beyond Nate Evaldi and Chris Sale, there's going to be a new era. And I think the Red Sox, yes, they would like to compete and see if they can make a wild card run this year and see what happens in the playoffs. That was true last season, right? They weren't supposed to be good last year, but they made a run to the playoffs. And then you never know what happens in the playoffs. They make an ALCS run. They were two games from going to the World Series. They had a 2-1 lead on the Astros. So you never know what's going to happen, but they're not going to sacrifice their future for this season. Can't see it happening. And, you know, like I said, I hope they deal if they're bad. Um, the reliever thing is interesting. I do like Fulmer a lot. The interesting thing about Fulmer is – 
The Detroit Tigers bullpen is like insane. And I feel like nobody talks about it. They have like the third lowest bullpen ERA in baseball. And Michael Fulmer has the fifth lowest ERA in that pen. In the pen, he's got like a 2.4, which is crazy. So I think Fulmer, if they buy, that's the pick right there because I don't want to see David Robertson in a Boston Red Sox uniform. That would haunt me forever. And then with a first baseman or a DH, I don't like Rob Refsnyder being your everyday DH. I think that's weird. And Bobby Dahlbeck is not great. So, again, it's all about what happens in the next week. So it's it's a tale of two cities with that one, and we'll see what happens. Yeah, before we close out this episode, I do want to touch on not even Bobby Dahlbeck, not even Jaron Duran, who struggled as of late. I want to touch on Franchi Cordero, who has a 48% strikeout rate in the month of July. 48%. That is really hard to do. Okay, that'll do it for the Red Sox. We'll see. We'll we'll see what they what happens over the next week. If they win, they're gonna go halfway in. If they lose, they're gonna sell Bogarts. They're gonna sell JD. They might even sell Vasquez. And I think they should so that they can build up. There's no point in trying. Thank you, everybody.